What's up guys and welcome to our first episode of One Dream Fishing. This is kind of a new endeavor for all of us. Uh, some of y'all may know, know me as Jacob for real and then these two do our Bassin. But we are coming together to kind of form this group. We're going to be doing a tournament videos, challenge videos, kind of showing the college aspect of uh, just the tournament world and then kind of showing the youth and showing y'all how to get into tournaments, how to break down lakes, how to different techniques, all that kind of stuff. But uh, One Dream Fishing, that is our channel name. So all three of us are fishing in college and we all have one common goal and that's to make it to the next level. Our one dream is to fish a pro circuit. So we are all on the DBU bass team. We all got recruited here. It is our freshman year here. We have only one more event left of our fall season, which is basically like just a starter season because college season doesn't actually start till the spring. But we are all freshmen, all business marketing. We're all trying to uh, all trying to see what we can do in the college scene, but we're here to bring you along, show you the way, and uh, kind of explain what we're doing through travel vlogs, that kind of stuff. All right, guys, so we are going to get rolling with our first video. Uh, we're going to be doing, like I said, podcasts, vlogs, kind of tournament and lake breakdowns, but we are going to roll into our podcast. It's called ODF Podcast, One Dream Fishing. <laughs> We're going to break down our first two events. Uh, that was an ACS at Lake Dardanelle and an FLW Regional Championship at the Arkansas River at the Little Rock Pool. So uh, let's start off with Dardanelle. I think y'all had a pretty good time there. So <laughs> yes. why don't we start with practice? Uh, all right, so the first day of practice. We had two days of practice. Yeah, we had there. two days of practice. Uh, it was not so good we uh mark and i found some spots uh, we looked at the lake kind of prior to getting there uh and we just we caught fish pretty quick just nothing of any size and then our bite really shut off we were never really on anything uh throughout practice and uh, we kind of got down we we got we even got to the point where we tied on a bull shad and said we're gonna throw this the entire time and hope we get one we, giant we got fish. pretty desperate yeah. we got desperate yeah and then at uh, the end of the second day uh we were like you know what we kind of stayed in the set like the southern end of the dardanelle and we were like let's just get away from this and just throw kind of things that we're confident in so we chose well, we to creek up north yeah we had the night before the second day of practice we uh you know we kind of got in the hotel room kind of regrouped had a plan for the second day and we both came across this creek that was up north of Dardanelle. And um, so about, yeah, towards the end of the second day, we're like, all right, let's just, you know, we weren't doing good again. We're like, let's just go to this creek. And like Reese said, just throw something that we're confident with. So we headed up there to that creek and um, we, we were fishing channel swings, which is, you know, popular in Dardanelle. And uh, Reese flips in on this tree, sets the hook. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, it didn't happen like that. He flips into this tree, <laughs> and he goes, Mark, look, my line is swimming. And we were trying to figure out if we are going to shake it off. I was like, Reese, just set the hook. We need to see what kind of fish it was. Sure enough, Reese sets the hook, and it's a six-pounder. And he boat flips it. <laughs> and so it was our first good fish of practice. We got hyped. We high-fived, got some pictures. 
And then we started running this pattern of lay down trees on channel swings. And in like 20 minutes, we shook six fish off. And so we were like, all right, we are on to something and it's it's time to head back and get a good night's rest. So the yeah. tournament day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, during tournament day, we started in that creek, obviously, because we had nothing else to run. Uh, and so early in the morning, uh, I think the fish were a little more active. And so Mark was hopping his uh, D-bomb uh, and I was kind of dragging mine because that's how I had success in, uh, with that big one. And Mark was just tearing them up in the morning and started catching them left and right. We had, I think I caught one, our first fish off that same tree where I caught that six pounder. Yeah, you did. And so we were basically just running the spots that we went through practice shaking fish off and uh, I think we caught four out of the five fish we shook yeah, off. Yeah, which is pretty nice because we put yeah. little stars on our graph, yeah. so we knew exactly where they were. So it was it was pretty cool to see that we could actually shake the fish off in practice and go back and catch them. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we were catching fish the whole day. It was a very fun day. Yeah, it was just all about really just staying at it, flipping, and just because we knew that there was fish in there. We knew that there was big ones, and it was just kind of like waiting our time out until we caught the right ones. So... Mark ended up flipping in a tree kind of about like, what do you say, 11 o'clock or yeah, so? Yeah, mid-morning. Yeah, and smoke, you can tell them how you caught it. <laughs> yeah, so I flipped in this tree and I got a bite and it was just like a boom, boom. I was like, ah, I, and I missed it and I was like, ah, it's little. And I flipped back in there and he does the same thing and I set the hook. It was a four and a half pounder. Uh, we got excited. I got so excited. Here, I'll roll the clip. I didn't even show the camera. And um, so then, you know, that was our first good fish. We got a limit and we just started calling all day. And then towards the end of the day, we had about 15, we had about 16 pounds. We were feeling pretty confident. That's a good bag on Dardanelle. But we still have one fish that was about two and a half pounds. And uh, me and Reese, we set a goal. We we're like, all right, we got two hours to call this last fish out. And unfortunately we didn't get it on camera, but Reese will tell you how he caught it. Yeah, so uh, we just, Kept running some new spots and just went through that channel swing kind of deal. Just followed that channel all the way back. It's, just kept working it and uh, there was a lay down tree and we had just literally just discussed like we need one big fish yeah. and we can. I think one we more, got it. One more big fish. And uh, yeah, so I flip in a tree. I feel a, a bite. And I'm like, hmm, that doesn't feel like a stick. And so <laughs> I lift on it. And I swing on it and uh, it was a big and it was like a five, five and a half. Yeah. So it was. It was pretty cool, and uh, we were hyped. We just knew that was gonna set us set us apart from the rest of the field because a good bag of Dardanelles usually over 15, 16 yeah. pounds. So and that put us at that fish put us at 18 pounds. Yeah. So we ended up leaving the creek right after that. I uh, just knew that we wanted to give our, ourselves plenty of time to get back to the weigh-in because we had a 20 mile run back yeah. down river. Yeah. So we ended up heading to weigh-in. Uh, we ended up weighing 1804, I think. Yeah. And uh, we're able to get the dub, which is pretty cool for our first tournament. First uh, college yeah. tournament. So that was nice. Jacob? Yeah, so uh, my Dardanelle experience wasn't quite that great. <laughs> uh, first day of practice, we ran up north. Uh, we actually didn't go into their Magic Creek, which uh, we probably should have. <laughs> but... <laughs> We ran up there, kind of flipped some main river stuff, went back in a couple of creeks, 
and uh, didn't really find anything. I think I only caught like one fish there. So I was very, very confused. So the next day, we literally had nothing figured out on day one. So it, it was just very frustrating, similar to what they had going on. Then the second day we ran into Illinois Bayou, which if any of y'all know Dardanelle, which is basically the most popular part of Dardanelle. Yeah. And we are just like, we can't find anything up north, so like, screw it, we're going into Illinois. And uh, we went in there, found this one spot, and I mean, right off the bat with a shaky head, I caught one about three and a half, and uh, just kind of kept working that area, shook off like, I think five or six more and we were starting to feel a little bit confident and we we're like we want to get like at least one more spot so we ran about halfway from being all the way up north and found this little canal with a bunch of riprap rock and I started fishing that and uh, my partner shook off one as soon as we got there and we were like we aren't gonna mess with this anymore so we left out of there and uh, went into tournament day thinking we could get five bites at our first spot and that just didn't work out. I uh, caught one about three and then we only caught one other little 12 inch spot, which was very depressing because we, we thought we had some pretty good fish in that area, but we decided to leave that area around, I think noon and we were kind of, kind of starting to scramble. We went up to that canal and we we're like, we're just gonna sit here the rest of the day, no matter what happens, we're not leaving. Kind of made that decision and about 1.30, just kind of got in a flurry for about 15 minutes. Caught three fish, one of them being about two and a half on a shaky head. And then uh, it was time to go weigh in. Only weighed in like, I think it was 9.07, but it was good for 11th place. Not a bad way to start college, but uh, it, considering they doubled my weight, it wasn't <laughs> the best way to start, but I'll take it. Hey, y'all had a very respectable yeah. finish. Yeah, it's a tough lake. It, it's it's a very tough lake. If none of y'all fish Arkansas, don't. It sucks. <laughs> At least the parts we have seen are not fun to fish. Oh gosh, we you need to tell them about your shaky head. Oh yeah. Or okay. That a secret. No, no, that's fine. we can discuss. It. Well, I guess we can give a little bit of secrets. We said we were gonna break down. So, uh. About one o'clock, I kept on getting hit on the shaky head and I'm like, I have <coughs> no idea why I'm not hooking up on these fish. And it was, I was, I was getting to my breaking point. I was very frustrated. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make like a little trailer hook. So I tied a piece of braid to the bend on the shaky head hook and then put like a little wacky rig hook in the tail of the shaky head. And literally like two casts, I caught of course not a keeper but a like a 10 inch spot and he only had the trailer hook on and then uh soon enough it worked on that two and a half pounder and i got him and i probably wouldn't have got that fish if i did not put that trailer hook on which is just kind of something you got to think on the fly and adjust sometimes it's not going to be that same bite that you think is going to be there you got to change it up from what everybody else is doing for sure tackle tip Tackle tip. <laughs> All right, but moving on to the FLW at the Arkansas River. And I think these were back-to-back, -back, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, they were back-to-back -back weeks. First two college tournaments. Now, the funny part and the part about college fishing, which for some of you that are not in college, is there's these things that like to get in the way of fishing, and they're called exams. <laughs> and uh, 
So me and good old Mark, exams. Yeah, good old exams. <laughs> and me and Mark had an exam that was going to be on Thursday. Now the tournament was on Friday, and we were very concerned because we were not going to be able to miss this exam. So we were going. The plan was that our partners were going to go up there practice basically tell us what's gonna happen. And then as soon as we got out of our class at like three o'clock, we'd get in the truck, go as fast as we can, <laughs> five hours to Arkansas River, get there and then just basically go out and find whatever that they found out during those practice days. But we were able to get it changed by the grace of God. <laughs> uh, our professor said that we could uh, do it the next week, which Thank yeah. you. By the way, the professors at DBU are super chill. Yes, yeah, they're awesome. They are amazing. But we were able to leave on Tuesday with the team, which was very exciting. Uh, we went up there, and I was thinking it was going to be better than Dardanelle. Maybe just because of uh, it was just a river instead of... Dardanelle kind of fishes like a lake and a river at the same time, which is... It sounds confusing because it is. It is a very difficult place. <laughs> but the Arkansas River, I thought was gonna fish a little bit better just because it was a, it's a full blown river. It doesn't kind of fish like a lake. So first day of practice, we, you can fish the main pool and then you can lock once up north and one south. I think the middle pool is pool five. You can go up to pool six or down to pool four. Maybe, uh, don't hold me to that. But uh, me and my partner decided that we wanted to fish the main pool just in case somehow we got stuck in there. Uh, we found out about after five hours that there's no fish in there. <laughs> uh, I fished about everything. It was, the, it was such a good... We just had a uh, GoPro mount fall on us. <laughs> yeah, ghosts are in the dorms. Uh, so... We fished about everything. I never even got a bite. And we're like, you know what? We're gonna lock down south and basically just eliminate water. So we locked down south and not even like five minutes into it, we broke a trolling motor prop, which I'll, <laughs> I'll roll a picture into yeah. here. On that picture. Uh, I've never done something like that but it literally just sliced the prop in half. And I don't honestly know what we hit. I think we hit a log or something, but we went behind a wing dam with a regular troll motor and came out with a broken one. <laughs> so we had to replace that troll motor prop and get back to it. And about another four hours fishing down south, we were like, you know what? There's no fish in the main pool or the south pool. And uh, we went back to the hotel, just like Dardanelle knowing not anything of what to do so that was how many practice days did we have for that we had two we had two yeah we had two two full days oh yeah, yeah yeah okay and then the next day we said we already did the main pool in the south pool and we were gonna go up north and we weren't gonna leave up north we do a lot of things where we're like we're not gonna leave which might be a mistake but <laughs> we went up north and we decided to go up in this creek and just take it as far as we could we actually got the boat stuck multiple times trying to do that. Uh, but we were able to get up there and find a good amount of cypress trees that weren't too many, but they were kind of isolated. And then as we were coming out of there, there was an old road where you could see the bo both of the sides of the road. And then in the middle, it was just like chunk concrete. 
cast it in there and we shook off about three or four and then working past that bridge we uh my partner caught about a three and a half on a spinnerbait and then i shook off i think another three or four flipping cypress trees we felt pretty confident doing that and we were like you know what we just want to mark one more thing off the list and get off the water ran all the way up north and we were like we're gonna run some wing dams with a crankbait so first wing dam we go on i catch like a three and a half almost four pounder and we're like oh my gosh what do we do we, and we're like we're just gonna keep on fishing hope it was a fluke and then literally like maybe five minutes later my partner hooks it broke off but we saw him so i think it was bigger than four i think it was pushing seven but you really can't tell <laughs> yeah, it, it was pounds. it could have been 15 pounds <laughs> I, mean, I i honestly don't know gosh dang record and you it, got and on the arkansas river anything over three pounds yeah anything over massive. three pounds is literally like going to same river and, and catching a 17 pound yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous so we were kind of like starstruck on what to do so uh we're like you know what we're just gonna think that they're not gonna be pulling current tomorrow and just go and fish the creek which is another thing which some of you if y'all don't fish rivers there is current and sometimes there's a lot of it where <laughs> not even an 112 pound thrust ultrax can't keep up you're just you got that thing on 100 and you're not going forward you're just going backwards <laughs> which it, it's it's different and then another thing on rivers is locks but i think y'all have a lock experience yeah to tell. We, am I talking about the first day of practice? Yeah. Talking okay. about holding? Okay, yeah. So, the Arkansas River, right after Dardanelle, we were kind of fired up. You know, we had momentum going in there. So, uh, we basically just started doing the same thing that we did at Dardanelle. Uh, but actually, the first day of practice, we started on some boat docks right off of the main river. And um, we uh, caught a couple good fish, two-pounders, two-and-a-half-pounders. And then we fished this one spot that Reese found on Google Earth. Tell him about that. Yeah, so uh, I was looking at Google Earth, and uh, so I use Google Earth and like Navionics and stuff, just kind of find spots. But Google Earth is kind of cool, especially if you're fishing like shallow. There's a lot of stuff that you can see on Google Earth that Navionics doesn't show you. So this spot was actually a um, like an underwater bubbler, and so when I looked on Google Earth, that thing was just like chiming out water just pushing water out everywhere so i was like this is guy i fish this is going to be one of those things that always holds fish so we went there i knew exactly where it was i kind of put a waypoint in mark's boat so we knew exactly where to go but uh, we go there and there's no water being pushed and we're like is there a bubble there so we go up to it we're kind of fishing down the bank and you can see just a little bit just coming out it's just bubbles coming from the bottom and you would never know if you didn't see it on uh, Google Earth, so uh, Mark threw in there. I think Mark got smoked right yeah, away. it was a big one. Mark, that was it. a big one. And so we're like, you know what? This could just be one thing we pull up, and if we need a fish, we can come there and catch fish. And so the we went down that bank, had docks all down it, so uh, we just kept going. Mark caught one. I think I shook two off, and we're like, okay, there's fish in this area. It was just like nice because at Darnell, we never found anything really early in practice yeah and then the first spot we went to during uh, the arkansas river just started paying off real quick so um after that 
uh, we just kind of went upriver, just we're looking at, there's so many, like in the north section of that little area we were in, there were so many little fingers, like little arms. Um, and so we we're kind of picking out stuff that looked just like Darnell, because that, uh, for some reason, in a river system, the, uh, unlike a lake, the main lake is usually clearer than the back of a creek, but in a river, the river is like really muddy and the backwaters are super clean. So I don't like fishing muddy water, especially yeah. muddy moving water. So we were like, let's just go check out the back of these creeks. <clears throat> we kept going through. Uh, the first two creeks we went to, they were they were muddy. Yeah, there was nothing in yeah. them. So we just rid those off. We're like, all right, nothing there. Um, then we went in one creek uh that was just really small um navionics didn't really show much on it because i don't know once you get past a certain area and navionics it didn't it kind of cuts out it's not too reliable but we went in there and there's rocks everywhere there's trees and we're like clear water clear water that's what it was like okay yeah and bait yeah it's gonna be lots of bait yeah so uh we kept doing basically exactly what we did darnell just started flipping flipping trees and rock and just bite after bite after bite in that creek. You're like, okay, there's some fish in here too. Gave us a little bit of uh, confidence. Uh, then we go into the first day of practice after that, or first day of practice, uh, we go into the tournament yeah. after that. And um, after practice, I think we decided to start in that little creek that we found later. Um, That's where we had the most bites. We had the most bites and we Mark caught a keeper in there and we we're like, okay, I think they're yeah, all gonna be keepers. Yeah, we, so we shook some off. We were like, uh, so we just thought we were gonna start there. And once we locked up, um, well, after we got out of the lock, we almost died because <laughs> yeah. we were like. It was our first locking experience. <laughs> it was a giant lock. There's, I think, 27 boats probably. I think yeah. that's what it was. Something like that. Locked up to the uh, to the upper pool from the uh, little rock pool. And uh, we were literally the last boat to leave the lock, and it's like it's a shotgun start out of the lock. It is so I mean, you just got twenty six boats in front of you taking off, and there's just waves like everywhere, and it was it's it was crazy. pretty scary. But they're almost dying. Yeah. So we came out of the lock, and we ran up to our spot that we had shook fish off in practice the day before, and we started catching a lot of fish. Well, oh, no. Of First off, we went to the the docks oh yeah, yeah say yeah, how yeah. we came out and we were planning on going to the creek but we just had a feeling are y'all on tournaments yeah we came out of the lock and we uh actually we ended up going to the boat docks first because we had a good feeling the weather was changing uh it was overcast and windy so we didn't think the flipping bite was going to be really be as good as it would be in the later part of the day so we started early in the morning at the boat docks and um reese was throwing a spinnerbait yeah, so uh, we kind of were just going down the boat docks. We went through like three of them and just weren't getting any bites. We were like kind of getting down. We are like, oh man, it's not really paying out like instantly like we expected it to, which was kind of stupid. But um, I just had a feeling to pick up a spinnerbait since it was windy, overcast, and uh, early in the mornings. So it was kind of like the, they might not be on that flipping by yet, so maybe just try a moving bait. So. Literally first cast with the spinner bag, casted it parallel with the rocks and just got smoked. Uh, it wasn't a keeper, but it was just nice to know that there were still fish there. Um, and then, so right, literally like to the left of those docks that we were fishing, there's this little island and there's a lay down off the point and uh, Mark can kind of explain why he 
had a good feeling about that area. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the wind was actually blowing like into the brush pile, or it, it was on the backside of an island, excuse me, and the wind was coming from this way. And so it was a current break on the brush pile. So I was like, Reese, we need to skip over there. There's like definitely gonna be fish in there. So uh, we'll roll a clip here. Actually, catch one. One, but it was not a keeper, and uh, so we kept fishing the tree. Another clip of Reese throwing a square bill in the tree, and yeah, he caught a catfish. <laughs> Thought it was a big one, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we came uh, out of there with uh, we ended up having one keeper. You caught one keeper on a spinnerbait. Oh, yeah, it was a spinnerbait fish, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we had one keeper, and we went up to our creek, and uh, we started flipping, and we started catching a lot of small fish, but we ended up getting three more keepers yeah we had yeah three more keepers so we had four we had four we had a fifth one on and uh, it was like a two pounder too but oh, yeah he uh just completely choked my d-bomb and so he was just bleeding he had like a seizure in the live well yeah. so i was like i'm gonna let him go before he really dies because yeah, we thought we, we can't could catch him, yeah so. we thought we could catch more two pounders yeah and so we just kept going through and we're catching like 12 inches yeah it was really frustrating um so what what time do you think it was? Twelve o'clock? Yeah, we came out there at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. So we literally went as far back in that creek as you could yeah. go and fished everything, flipped every tree. <laughs> we really got on a good pattern in there, which was literally like if you had the bank, it would be like two foot off and there was a stump or just a lay down. There was just a fish on it for some reason. So uh, we were just flipping all that and uh, once we were done we left at like twelve thirty. Um, and we were heading down to, I don't know where we were heading, but we were heading to another spot. Yeah. And uh, we saw we the lock. We almost died. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the lock, or not the lock. No, no, no. We saw a barge. A barge. <laughs> heading towards the lock. So, yeah, it was our first locking experience. Well, first off, let me let Is me this talk when y'all hit the barge wave? <laughs> this is when, <laughs> slow down when you're passing a barge, guys, because I was, I was driving. We were rolling about 65 downriver. And uh, I was going to pass this barge. I was like, oh, he's not even pushing out a wake. So the, the uh, barge is actually pushing these two giant cargo ship things. Yeah. And the barge itself puts out like a tiny wake. But I did not know that the giant cargo <laughs> ships put out like a seven-foot wake. So I was running about 65, and I didn't see the wave until we hit it. And with the boat literally went up in the air and went sideways. I thought we were going to be ejected. <laughs> but, but we it survived. Was terrifying. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. Reese almost flew out. And, uh, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> but anyways, it was twelve thirty, and Wayne was at three. The barge was seven miles from the lock. So yeah, so it was a pretty. We didn't know what to do, so we called our buddy uh, Ryan, which is Jacob's partner. He's a, he's a senior here at DBU, and we're like, look, man. Do we need to lock down before this barge or after this barge? And um, so Ryan called. He's like, all right, just give me a minute. I'll call you back. He's going to call the uh, lockmaster. So me and Reese go back to the boat docks where we started in the morning. Uh, and that's where the bubbler was. So we're like, we're just going to stop here and fish and wait for Ryan to call us back. So we pull over to the river on the side of the river. 
and uh, start fishing the bubbler and uh, Ryan calls. And right as I throw in a Texas rig crawl, I'm working it down these rocks by the bubbler and I'm on the phone with Ryan. And Ryan's like, look dude, we need to lock down now because uh, the, uh, the bar or the, uh, what do you call it? The lock master is going to let us down before the barge. And I was like, all right. And about that time, I get smoked on my Texas rig. So I throw my phone in the, in the bottom of the boat, set the hook, and it's like a two-pounder. So we're we're pumped. It was, yeah, no, it's like a knot. What happened was you set the hook, and your rod was straight up, and your <laughs> fish was under the boat. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it was a weird hook set. It was like kind of one-handed because I was throwing my phone in. And <laughs> it was crazy. It was actually like a two-and-a-half pound. It was a good fish. It was bigger than anyone we had in yeah. the live well at that point. So we got a limit. We were super excited. Reese nets it, throws it in the live well. We're high-fiving. Reese throws a spinnerbait out there loads up on one and it right off of the bubbler and it, it was insane it was like two minutes yeah back to back cast yeah it was like crazy because we only had four fish yeah and we were like we we're like man we need i like if we get a limit yeah out there it's kind of like you have a chance of doing good yeah and so just catching those fish right away was like dang man i wish we had come here a little earlier yeah we could actually like had gotten like 13, 14 pounds, so. But we went from seven pounds to 10 pounds in like two casts, yeah, back to back. And so we threw the trolling motor up on the boat and then we headed back down to the lock. And uh, there was a bunch of other boats there waiting. Everybody was stressing because uh, the barge was coming. And they were talking to the lock master and he was gonna talk to the barge driver to see if he was gonna let us through. So we sat there for like 45 minutes, we lost to fishing. And uh, finally, the bar, uh, the lockmaster was like, "All right, everybody in, and we're we're like, everybody's going fast." Yeah, like, basically, the, you're on plane getting into yeah, the lock, so yeah. they can get us in and out as quick as possible, so yeah. that barge can come. It, it was pretty crazy locking. Yeah, they locked down with us, <clears throat> so we had we got down to the uh, main pool, and we had about 45 minutes left to fish. Yeah. Didn't have anything down there. Fished a little bit, didn't catch nothing. We ended up going to weigh in, weighed in 10 pounds, 10 two ounces, I think. 10 yeah, pounds, two ounces. Something like that. Yeah, and it was good enough for seventh place, and they take the top 10 to the national championship. So me and Reese qualified for the national championship next year, February, on Harris Chain in Florida. So we're super excited about that. It was, it was an awesome tournament. We had a blast. Even though it was rough, we had new experiences. I mean, we locked. We almost died from a barge. <laughs> it, it was a fun tournament. So, yeah, my tournament. Uh, we ran up north. Uh, we all kind of locked together. Yeah. Went up north, and we went to our creek with the roadbed. Uh, we flipped the trees right by the roadbed, and I think we pulled off two. I think we got three, but one wasn't a keeper. Like, literally, maybe in the first 15 minutes, we're like, today's going to be a good day. <laughs> well, it, it turned out not to be. Uh, kept on working that, and then, I mean, it's not a big area, so we got two fish out of there, and then just started working the cypress trees uh, around noon, I think, yeah, around noon, I caught our kicker, which was like, a, I think, like a two and a half, maybe pushing three out. Not exactly sure. And then just kept on working that. And we're like, we think we can get two more if we just work these cypress trees the rest of the day. Uh, that didn't pan out. We were able to get one more on spinnerbait. And we ended with four for seven, six, which wasn't too bad. It got us, I think, 26th place. 
not quite 10 pounds, but it was respectable for that lake, for, sure. for that yeah, river. One fish out of it. The yeah, weight, the weights one were fish. so tight. Yeah. Yeah, we could not find that fifth fish. It got pretty hard. And then when we locked down, we had about an hour, but we had practice in that lock and had absolutely nothing to run. So uh, we just never found our fifth fish, but overall it wasn't that bad of an event. Alrighty guys, that is it for our recap of our first two events. If y'all have any uh, questions about like more in depth on some of the techniques, if y'all want us to explain things, maybe go in depth on the traveling a little bit more, we will have vlogs on our future tournaments on uh, the more of the travel aspect of it. And then we'll keep with these uh, podcasts of breaking down the lakes. But uh, put in the comments if y'all want to see any other types of podcasts. But as always, thanks for watching. God bless. And we'll see you on the next episode of ODF. Love <laughs>